Welcome. My name is Ryan, and this is my first podcast, and it is titled Potential Breakup. Pretty uh, easy to tell what the subject is of this podcast by the title, I believe. Um, my girlfriend and I, we've been together for close to three years, um, and we're just going through a pretty rough patch right now, and I just don't know if we're going to get out of it or not, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to process it. And I thought either journaling or talking about it would be a great way personally to get through it and have a better understanding and develop some clarity on all the subjects and issues. And then I just kind of went one step farther and said, hey, maybe it'll help somebody else out too if I create a podcast. So that is where we're at. Um, my intentions with this podcast are to do part backstory and part update. Um, so these first few episodes, I kind of envision giving you more backstory on myself and her, and then a little update as to how we got here. Um, and then moving forward, just kind of give you daily or nearly daily updates as how things are progressing. And we'll see if this is a five-episode podcast, 12-episode podcast, or longer. I don't really know what to expect. Um, I don't know the outcome, of course, so we're both along for this ride together. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy it. So, starting with step one. Um, again, my name's Ryan. We are going to call her T for the purpose of this podcast. And... Um, T and I are both in our 40s, early 40s, both divorced, uh, working professionals, one myself being more uh, working for small business um, owners and manufacturing, and then I have a, a lot of background in like owning my own businesses and uh, have that true entrepreneurial spirit. And she has been in uh, corporate America ever since college. She is in medical device sales and was in pharmaceutical before that and really stayed inside that lucrative box of uh, corporate sales. Um, we met online through Match. I had seen her profile numerous times and uh, I did have selected that I wanted over a certain age and no children. Um, I dated a girl with kids before and it's just hard when they're not yours and they're very young. And I just wasn't ready to deal with that again. So um, it was pretty important to me that the next person I'd met had no kids. And I had looked at her profile, geez, probably at least five times and read it. She seemed really great. Just something, just I don't know if I wasn't ready to reach out to her or if there's just like some sort of a hesitation to it. And part of it being her photo of her winning the uh, top award in the country for her company. Maybe a little bit of that. She's a little out of my league going out of my head. I don't know. So I just never really reached out to her. And then two friends and I embarked on a bicycle ride called Ragbri. It's a seven-day bike ride across the state of Iowa in the third week of July every year. And 
I don't know, halfway, three quarters of the way through, I just uh, was scrolling through Match one night, sitting by the tent, and saw her profile again, clicked on it, and just said, you know what? You're never going to know if you don't send her a message. So I sent her a message. Um, she replied pretty quickly. And for the next couple of days, we had, we had quite a bit of good banter and, and uh, nice, witty, fun conversation. You know, very lighthearted, as it should be. We've never met in person. Um, started talking about some friends, and through that, you started to realize that you have some acquaintances that both of you know. Um, we're not living in a major metropolitan city. We're in a mediocre-sized town, uh, a little over 100,000, 350, surrounding area, um, in the middle of Midwest. And we just had a lot of some connections, and... Um, I just enjoyed a couple days, and then when I got back in town, we decided to meet up. It was two or three days later. It was either a Tuesday or Wednesday. And we met for a drink and some pizza, just kind of real lighthearted. Um, I found out that the only reason that she actually met me is because we had so many mutual connections, and she knew I wouldn't be a, a creep. <laughs> um, that first meeting was actually pretty awesome. We sat and talked like nonstop, had no awkward silences. I mean, just great conversation for, geez, three hours. You know, looking back, I can tell you exactly where we're at, the number of the table we were sitting at, and uh, the story of the pizza, which is pretty humorous. So anyway, she took me to a place that is known for their homemade sausage and I ordered a veggie pizza with no meat. So I got a weird look across the table from her. <laughs> um, and that was kind of like the beginning. Like after that, it was nonstop texts. Uh, we met that weekend, went to a friend's house, ended up that night just hanging out on the back deck of her house till, geez, four in the morning because she had to leave <laughs> the next day for a trip to Colorado for work and... We just sat out there and like talked and kissed and um, the the old people would say we were very smitten for each other and uh, it was pretty much off to the races from there like meeting somebody that was just so secure in themselves and not needing another person for validation or for anything like when you finally meet somebody because and you want to spend time with them and you don't need to spend time with them, like that was a huge difference for me. And man, I loved it. And I loved everything about her. I loved her strength, her poise, her character, her demeanor, her humor. Um, I loved her looks and look how far down the list that was said. <clears throat> she was just an amazing person. She still is. Um, but I knew kind of right away that night that I was in trouble. Like, and by trouble I meant I'm gonna be with her for a long time. Like, this is this is who I've been waiting for. You know, this is why all the other past relationships didn't work out. This is why I, I am where I am at this moment. Um, it's just because I was waiting for her. Um. Yeah, and she kind of felt the same way like I think it was geez a month later you know we're talking about how we were falling in love with each other and 
both were a little bit afraid and excited all at the same time. And, you know, the feeling was different than we'd had in the past with other people. And, you know, my friends and her friends were all like, hey, 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 this is kind of progressing pretty quickly. And we didn't care. Like, nobody else's opinion mattered. And, you know, it's almost three years, so we were onto something. Um, and it was fantastic. Like, I've never been with a woman who was my best friend. Like, I always had a girlfriend or a wife. And then I had my friends. And, you know, guy time was really important. Guys night out, we get together, go play golf, or meet for a ball game, whatever. And I'll tell you what, I would still prefer to hang out with her than them. No, I do hang out with them, but she's like my best friend. So I invite her to all of the guys' things. Of course, she says no, but I truly mean I'd like you to come. She appreciates that, I think. But, like, yeah. She really is my best friend. Um, but lately, we've been a little off. I, um, been going to counseling ever since before I met her, actually, because I've just realized that Every relationship I've ever been in, whether it goes to high school up until the relationship before I met T, they just never worked and they always ended up having animosity in them or not not big blowout fights and not ragers like that, but they just don't work. And you know what? There was only one common denominator and that was me. Like each and every woman that I dated was different than the next. And yet none of them worked out. And it was just kind of my time as a man to go, hey, maybe I don't understand myself. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe my toolbox isn't quite as full as it needs to be to handle life. Um, maybe I should go talk to somebody and kind of see where I'm at. So I did. And I actually still do today. Um, it's nice. I think it's like a every six weeks I go now and it's kind of like, a hard pause that you need to like reset and take a pat a look at the last six weeks personally you just can't lose six months of your life because you weren't paying attention to it so that's probably the only reason I still go it's just nice to know I have a hard hard stop every six weeks that we're going to talk about life and take a pause but back to the original part of that was I was the common denominator in all those relationships um, you know, and she doesn't dig too deep as a counselor. It was more asking some questions and kind of directing you in the way you want to go with that. And a few of the things that we just kind of learned through that was, you know, I'm not blaming anybody for anything, but, you know, my mom and dad, they, um, my dad worked third shift and my mom was home with us and we never really saw them as a unit my brother and I saw them more as individuals um, my mom was excited for my dad to take us camping on the weekends because that gave her a couple days away from us after being with us all week long and outside of a quick bite to eat before he would get ready for work 
for a few minutes while we were getting ready for school in the morning. We just never really saw our dad. So, um, so yeah, our parents were, we looked at them more as individuals than a unit. And it was like, when I realized that, I realized I lived all of my past relationships individually. That um, I always did what I wanted to do. Let them do what they wanted to do. And we just kind of did our thing together when it made sense or when it was okay to do it. And it's just, I think that's honestly how I thought a relationship was supposed to go. Um... So when I met Tracy, I mean, I was like, we need to do it differently. And I, I really still do make a substantial effort to always make it a unit thing versus an individual thing. And yet I'm sure I fail in a lot of instances in this, which is probably why we're led up to where we're at today. Um, but so if you're listening... And you've been thinking about seeing somebody, I recommend it. It's not a chink in your armor. It's a bigger bullet in your gun. So go do it. it you'll benefit from it. Maybe not today, but someday you'll understand that talking through it and understanding and realizing who you are and where you come from um, does make a difference in the path you take moving forward. You can walk blindly based on those uh, habits and ways of life that you believe are to be correct, or you can walk with intention and follow that same path or choose a different one. But, so, um, yeah, we did some counseling, met her, things were fantastic. Oh, gosh, and then, you know, lately, like I said, it's just been a little off, um, I don't open up very well. I don't like to rock the boat. I'm not one for arguing. Um, I hate bringing up topics if it's going to upset the other person if I care about them. And it's really a downfall. So over the last, you know, two and a half years, up until the last few months... Whenever something was bothering one of us, like it would just fester and then she would wait for me to bring it up and I just never would. And then she would bring it up and it was usually, you know, we had to deal with a bigger problem of why I'm not bringing it up and what's wrong with me. And she's absolutely correct, you know. We have, we have really good conversations. We don't have yelling and fighting and bad arguments. We have deep conversations when we're not on the same page and... I do love that about us. Um, even if we don't see things the same way, we're able to discuss it and listen to each other, not raise our voices, and, and let's just talk. And up until recently, we've always been able to work through that. In fact, geez, up until a few months ago, I mean, we've only had a couple conversations that would even be considered touchy in, in this realm of things. Um, and never before recently have I ever thought that we weren't together on the same page in that result and we just need to figure out how to step back into sync um, but that's not the case right now so 
Um, geez. So yeah, I have a hard time opening up. I have a hard time talking about certain things. Um, as a man, being with a woman that's very successful in a corporate career and makes two and a half to three times more money than I do, and I mean, I don't do poorly. It's, it's a, it's a challenge. It was, geez, I don't know what the right word to say that is, you know, I accepted that and I was completely okay with that. It didn't really mess with my manhood. Um, but you know, she's very type A and I, I can be type A at times, you know, especially being a boss and a manager and a business owner throughout my life, like, you have to be type A. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you, like, I was totally cool being number two in the relationship. It was just relaxing. It, 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 there was no boat rocking. There was no power struggle. It was us. I mean, you're not going to change her personality. Um, there's certain things she wants to do and the way she wants to do them. So you can either argue about it and look for that fault and be upset with each other or you can just accept it and work around it so I chose to accept it and work around it um yeah but you know we've went through this numerous times where I just don't really bring things up and and she it drives her up a wall that I don't communicate when that comes up or that I'm not transparent with that or my feelings and um I don't start a conversation I mean I'm always available and I always make time when she wants to talk about things and it's never an inconvenience or I'm never angry but why can't I start the conversation it's always been one of the main points of contention in our relationship um so the other thing is I I have been avoiding having the financial talk with her. And you know, I was never raised to talk about money. I was never raised to talk with somebody and I was, you know, I have nowhere near the amount of money. In fact, I'm like typical American with a little bit of cash some equity in a house, a little equity in a truck, you know, I've done a very poor job of saving for retirement, I don't work for companies that give me a 401k that match 6%, um, when you own your own business, you have none of that either, and there's no stock options, and I just never took the time to learn about it or meet with financial advisors to put a plan together, and time just continuously passed by, and even though you know it's something you need to address, it just feels like a big brick wall in front of you, and you're like, I'd rather try to walk around it than knock through it. And that's kind of how I've dealt with it for a very long time, unfortunately, a very long time. And I've just kind of hidden that part of our relationship because deep down inside, I was just always afraid that when we actually had the financial conversation and she saw the gap between where she is, her life personally and her savings for the future and mine, that it was going to be 
a deal breaker and this fantastic relationship that we have in every other area except for this was going to disappear. And I was really afraid of losing it. I still am. Um, so yeah, so like the last year or so, like when things come up, I just kind of give her a head shake and then go about and kind of forget it and don't bring it back up. And this is where it's gotten us. It's gotten us to a point of contention where it's now an issue of my inability to be transparent. And it's a question of, is it a character flaw is it just about the money or are there other parts of my life that I'm not being full disclosure with? And will there be other parts moving forward that there will not be full disclosure with? And, you know, the shitty part is, is she has every reason to feel that way. And I'm well aware of that. And I hate that I've procrastinated on this to the point that it's affecting everything that we have together. Hmm. Well, it's working. Talking through is helping me see and feel some things that I wouldn't have seen or felt if I was just thinking about it and trying to deal with it. <sighs> okay. Well, that is episode one of Potential Breakup. Sorry, it's only 22 minutes long, but it's a pretty good stop to take a break for me. Um, we'll pick it back up. Maybe I'll do another one tonight since it's so early in this one, you guys need to learn more about it sooner than later. We'll keep doing some updates with it, but thanks, and we'll catch you later.